0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode with me. It's your girl Deanne and tonight I want to talk about a few sexual topics. Now the first topic that I want to discuss is about masturbation. Now before we get into masturbation, what is the definition of masturbation? Masturbation is the sexual stimulation of one's own genitals for sexual arousal or other sexual pleasure, usually to the point of orgasm. The stimulation may involve hands, fingers, everyday objects, sex toys such as vibrators, or combinations of these. Manual stimulation of a partner such as fingering, a handjob, or mutual masturbation, is a common sexual act and can be a substitute for penetration. So that is the definition of masturbation. Now there has been a few songs that I found out was about this subject, masturbation. Now one song I remember came from T-Boz. The song is called Touch Myself and I'll sing for you the chorus. I won't be afraid to touch myself. I said it's all right. I said it's all right. Now the second song comes from an artist named Tweet. Tweet wrote a song called Oops, Oh My. Oops, there goes my shirt up on my head. Oh my. Ooh, there goes my skirt, drop into my feet. Oh my, ooh, some kind of touch caressing my legs. Oh my, ooh, I'm turning red, who can this be? That was a song about masturbation. And the last song that I remember hearing was from the Divinos And the song is called Touch Myself. Well, I touch myself. I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. I touch myself. So these are all songs about masturbation. Now, for me, how I discovered masturbation was when I was a virgin. See, HBO used to have these shows. Um, It was called Real Sex. And it was like many different episodes. And there was one episode in particular that I viewed. And it was about masturbation. And one thing that Real Sex did is they did street interviews. So on this episode, this guy asked two women walking by about, do they masturbate? And these women began to answer this man's question. And they were talking about how they did it, how it made them feel. And I was very intrigued because, see, I was a virgin. You know, this is not something you can, like, talk about to your friends. Like, hey, girl, did you masturbate this morning? Hey, when you said your prayers last night, did you forget to masturbate? Did you masturbate when you went to the gym? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just... You can't talk about these kind of things to somebody. It's just something that I was curious about. And this particular episode kind of taught me how to do it. Because there was a segment where people went to this camp, this sex camp, and it taught them how to find their G-spot and kind of how to stimulate themselves. And I was watching women and men please themselves. And it to me, it was so empowering. It was so erotic to me because like I said, at that point, I knew my vagina bled once a month because I had a period and that's really about it. i never knew the feeling that masturbation could bring until I started doing it. Now, at first, I wasn't good at it. You know, I would just touch my vagina and kind of expected something to happen But nothing really happened. Then one day I was shaving. Because I just discovered about, you know, bikini wax and shaving yourself. So I was shaving my vagina one day and I saw my clitoris. But see, I didn't know what it was. Because again, no one ever taught me about a vagina. That's not something they teach you in high school. You know what I mean? So I had no idea, no knowledge of what I had but I saw this little bump and I touched it and I felt something that was different. I said, wow, this feels really good. So later on that day, I took a shower and while water was running down my body, I touched my clitoris again, now this time with water and I felt a different sensation. So when I got out the shower, I went to my bedroom Now that I know how this little bump feels like, what it does to me, I began to caress that area for about two or three minutes. And then after a while, I had an orgasm. And it was so intense. It was so intense. It blew my fucking mind because at this time, I didn't know what that was called. It's like, wow, what just happened? But that feeling that I got from my very first time, I continued to chase it. And then all of a sudden, I became addicted to masturbating. You know, I remember coming home from school, masturbating. I remember the feeling I got. But see, during this time, I didn't have total control or freedom because I was living with my parents. So it wasn't like I could fully express myself or celebrate that feeling. I had to kind of be quiet. Then I had to kind of time it. I had to pick my spots, pick my times, because I didn't have a lock on my bedroom door. And my siblings, they did not knock. They'll just walk right in. And that's the first thing you don't want. You don't want no one to catch you playing with yourself. But that happened all the time. So I quit doing it. In my bedroom, I'll do it in the shower. But that feeling just felt so good to me. And see, I had a boyfriend, I was 17 and my boyfriend at the time was 23. Now I would go see him and he knew I was a virgin, but I wouldn't have sex with him. I would never have sex. You know, at this time, first base to me was kissing and second base was dry humping. Like, I would dry hump the fuck out of him. Like, I remember uh, I went over to his house one day, and he lived in his parents' garage. And I was a huge fan of the group Next. You guys know the group Next, right? Baby, when we're grinding, I get so excited. Ooh, how I like it. I try, but I can't fight it. That song too close. That's Next. I brought my cassette tape and I played it for him. And I kid you not, for the whole entire cassette tape, I was dry humping him. And we were grinding until he came. But that's all I used to do. I never told him about masturbating because I knew what I liked. And in the early 2000s, like guys weren't really doing that, masturbating for women. Like it was kind of weird, you know, it was a weird time. So I never said anything to him, but... That's what I would do. I would masturbate. So once he was done, it's like, okay, I know what I like. I finish my own self off. But being a virgin, to me, this was the safest thing to do without me losing my virginity. That was the best thing that I can do. Now, masturbation to me is healthy. Because if you don't know what you like, how could someone else do it for you? But there's pros and cons to masturbating. You know, the pros are you discover what you like, you find out what turns you on, it releases stress. To me, it's a calming thing when you have an orgasm, it kind of calms you down. And to me, it's the best feeling in the world. But what are the cons? The cons are. You could be so addicted to this feeling that when you have regular sex, you don't get the same excitement or joy out of it because you're so used to masturbating. And that has happened to me. You know, honestly, I don't like having sex. I'd rather have a guy touch me down there with his hands or tongue and that be it. But see, I can't do that. That's rude to have a guy please me And now I don't want to have sex with him. So I give out courtesy vagina. It's like, okay, you did a good job. Now here's your reward. Because I don't get the same feeling from sex. And I'll talk about that later on. So last year, this guy asked me, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I said, no brainer. I want a jackrabbit. And if you guys know what a jackrabbit is, it's a vibrator. So he got me what I wanted. He gets me this jackrabbit and it has two heads, one that goes inside and then uh, one that's for the clitoris. Now I never use the part that goes inside of me. I only use the part that is the clitoris, like the simulation. And I love this toy. I love this toy. Like I come so fast from this toy. And this toy has multiple speeds and it gets the job done because, like I said, I know exactly what I like. And, you know, I really don't like too many things inside of me. Like I'm not that type of girl that's going to finger bang myself or have a man do it for me because I'm kind of skeptical about bacteria. But I love this toy. And this toy is so good to me that sometimes even having sex, I have to. Finish off with this toy because I wasn't pleased sexually. So I'd rather just eliminate that. And see, one thing I like to do is what is called mutual masturbation. Now, there has been some times where I told a guy, listen, I don't want to have sex with you, but I will get you off. You touch me, I touch you. That is mutual masturbation. Now, some guys are shy. They're not going to play with themselves in front of you. But they'll watch a woman play with herself. And see, I have no problem with that. I know exactly what I like. But I like to also please my partner. So if I'm not going to have sex with you, why not us do it together? I mean, I think to me, that is so beautiful that two people please each other and come at the same time are damn near about the same time. Like that's powerful for me, but not too many men would do that. And see, I dated a guy who masturbated all the time. All the time he would masturbate. And it's not like I didn't want to have sex with him. It's just that he came so fast. He came so fast and we uh, always use condoms, but I told him, well, I don't want to have sex with you no more because I get nothing out of it. You know, five pumps and you're out. Like what woman wants to go through that? So he would masturbate. And it got to the point where I had to hide the lotion because I would wake up and this guy would just be jerking off. He'll have porn on his phone and he is just going to work. And I would tell him, oh, you're getting your masters on. When I would say that to him, that means he was masturbating, but he would masturbate all the damn time. And when I used to have sex with him, Sometimes he could even come vaginal because he wanted me to jack him off or he needed to touch himself. And I I just thought it was so weird, but that is the con of masturbating. Sometimes you get so used to that feeling because that has happened to me. You know, when I used to finger, you know, play with myself with my fingers as a virgin, I could come in 30 seconds. Then it got you know, a little bit more intense. Then it turned to a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes. But it was hard for me to come with my own touch because my body half became accustomed to the way that feels. So having someone else do it was better. And I discovered that. So I understand what my ex used to do. He would do it sometimes and he couldn't come. I had to finish him off. And it really pissed me off because I never understood why he could have just hold off until we had sex. Like why he couldn't just save all that momentum, but it never worked out. Now that leads me to the second topic. And that is orgasms or having an orgasm. Now for me, Orgasms is something like I said vaginal. I can't have an orgasm. But before I really go into the topic of, you know, orgasms, we first have to understand what is an orgasm. So an orgasm is a climax of sexual excitement, characterized by feelings of pleasure, centered in the genitals, and experienced as an, a a complement to ejaculation. So an orgasm is an intense feeling. It's an excitement. And I remember the very first time I had my orgasm. But before I get to that, I have to tell you when I lost my virginity. So i never forget it. There was this guy that went to my church. He was in the military and I was attracted to him. Now, at this time, I was 18. And I told him, hey, I'm a virgin. I want to have sex, but I'm afraid. And, you know, he kind of convinced me like, hey, I can take your virginity. You know, everything be okay. I'll be gentle. Well, one day he came over. And I snuck him in my bedroom. I'll never forget it. He came over. And we had sex and I got on top of him and he did all the work. And I think in less than like three minutes, he came. Now, see, prior to me having sex with him, I did my own research. You know, my friends told me, oh, the first time you're going to bleed because once your hem is, you know, tampered with, you bleed. So I was expecting to bleed, but that didn't happen. And then I heard about having an orgasm, like I was watching porn and I saw these women having all these orgasms. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be like that. Like it was beautiful. You know, they came in harmony and sync. You know how porn is, like it's, it's very, you know, realistic in your mind, but it's fake. But I didn't know that at the time. But when I had sex with this guy, that didn't happen. So I said, clearly... Something is wrong. So I had sex with him again, like maybe a few days later. And the same thing happened. I didn't bleed and I never got that feeling that I saw in porn. So I stopped messing with him. And he had a perfect size virginity taker penis. He wasn't too big. He wasn't too small. He was just right. But for some reason... I never got that orgasm and I was chasing it. Now I told you guys like when I was in high school, me being a virgin, there was this guy named Sean who liked me. And the only way I can describe Sean is the line that Biggie Small said about himself. Heartthrob never, black and ugly as ever. However, Sean had a very powerful tongue. Now, before I lost my virginity to this guy at my church, Sean wanted to have sex with me, but see, I wasn't attracted to Sean. I thought Sean was ugly. He was skinny. He was black, and he used to like wear his hair in an afro with a pick in it. But Sean liked me, and he was ten years older than me. I was seventeen. Sean was twenty-seven. He had a good job. Like, I'd never forget it. I met him when I was working at Fry's, but he knew I was a virgin. But the gist of our relationship was Sean would pick me up from school. He would take me to get things, you know, something to eat. We'll go to his place, and that was it. I never kissed Sean. I barely hugged him. Like, I I had no contact with him, but he was really into me. So one day, Sean picked me up from school and we went back to his place. So the same routine, I got something to eat. We're at his place. And Sean said, I want to try something on you. And I said, what do you want to try on me? Like, I'm curious. He says, I want you to lay back. So I got on his bed and I laid back. He began taking off my pants and I'm like, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sean, we're not having sex. He says, I know. I know you're not gonna have sex with me. Do you trust me? I said, yes, but what are you about to do? He says, do you trust me? I said yes. He said, well, if you trust me, then let me do what I wanna do. So I said, okay. So Sean takes off my pants. He takes off my panties. And he slightly spreads my legs. Not all the way, just very slightly. So he begins kissing up my inner thigh. And when he started kissing on me, it felt so good because I never had a guy do this to me before. You know what I mean? So it was a brand new feeling. And then he got closer and closer to my vagina. And he stopped right before he was about to go to my vagina. And then that's when he spreaded my legs a little wider. Then he took his hands and he spreaded my My lips, and he kissed my vagina. And I remember how I felt. I was like, Ooh, this feels good. Then he began to go up, kissing and just licking different uh, spots in my vagina. Then he got to my clitoris. Now, up until this point, I was using my finger. So I know how that felt with my finger, but I've never experienced that with a tongue. So Sean spreaded my lips. He was sucking and licking on my clitoris. And then after about two or three minutes of doing this, I noticed my legs began to shake. And they started shaking so much that I could not control it. I didn't know what was going on with me. And I got scared. I said, Sean, what is going on? He said, just relax. So he kept doing this, licking and sucking my clitoris. Then all of a sudden, I felt this buildup. Now, I felt this before touching myself with my fingers, but this was way more intense. I felt that buildup and I could not, I could not get over this feeling and I did not want him to stop. So after a while, it became more and more intense to the point my body exploded and I came Then as I was coming, he made me squirt. And at first I thought, man, I must have peed on myself. But he said, no, you squirted. Like I had no idea I was able to do that because when I was masturbating with my fingers, that's never happened. But this ugly dude, Sean, he made me squirt and have an orgasm. And so ever since I had that feeling, I was chasing it. So I noticed when I started having sex, that same feeling that Sean gave me with his mouth, I never got from penis. And see, I feel bad because I would let Sean do that. Like, that's all he can ever do. Like, I remember I used to, oh, my gosh, I used to call Sean. And I would be playing with myself over the phone talking to him because I would try to chase that feeling and Sean would offer to come pick me up and do it, but it was too late. Oh, already came. But Sean was so good at that. And I kind of felt bad because Sean wanted to be with me, but because I was so young and wasn't attracted to him, it never worked out. But that was my very first intense orgasm was with Sean. Now at 36 me having sex with men, it's a different feeling. Like I can't get a vaginal orgasm that than I do with a clitoral stimulation. See, that's the only way I have to, you know, I have to play with myself to come. And see, this is not odd. You know, there's a lot of women. There's many women, I would say about one out of three, that have trouble reaching orgasms when having sex with a partner. See, most women like myself, we experience orgasms through uh, clitoral stimulation rather than through vaginal penetration. And I always tell this to guys like, hey, don't take offense if I don't come from your penis. And, you know, a lot of men, their ego, oh, girl, I guarantee you come from this duke. That's what they would say. It's like, well, how do you know I'm going to come from your penis? Like, I know what I like. And for some reason, doesn't matter how big, how small, how thick, I cannot have a vaginal orgasm. In order for me to have an orgasm during sex, I have to be stimulated uh, through my clitoris. I have to do it. And I do it all the time. And some guys, their ego, you know, come into play. But honestly, if I can have it my way, I just rather have... A man go down on me and I have sex. But you can't do that. That's rude. But that's what I like. Because when I'm having sex, I'm chasing that feeling that a wet tongue or a finger or more better my toy gives me. Penis does not do that for me. And I like penis. I love having sex with men. But I feel like it's a waste of time if I don't have a vaginal orgasm. And there's some women who can come all day. I can't. And I even went to ask my gynecologist about it. She said, Well, not all women have orgasms. They have to have their clitoris stimulated. And that's what I do. You know, for me, playing with my clit while having sex, it feels good. Because I come, he feels like he, you know, did it fail me, and that's it. But you got to understand in the early 2000s, guys were not going down. And there's still some guys now in 2018 who do not go down. And I've dated men like that. I've had sex with men who wouldn't want to touch me down there, but they wanted me to suck their dick. And I never understood that. It's like, listen, fella, if I'm going to do that for you, you should do that for me. Because when I'm in a relationship or if I'm in a committed or sexual relationship with somebody, my goal is to please my partner. I think if I give a hundred percent in pleasing you, you will reciprocate that same energy to me. But sometimes it doesn't happen that way. You know, you got a lot of people out there who are selfish lovers and they only think about themselves And see, that's why I got my jackrabbit, because I don't need to go out there and experience that. What I can please my damn self. But the same orgasm that I get from a wet tongue, my toy or finger, I cannot get through a penis. And it's sad, but it's something that has happened plenty of times to me. You know, now that brings it to my last topic. Let's talk about porn. Now, for me, porn is very educational. I know some women don't watch porn, don't like porn, but I love porn. You know, before I was a virgin, you know, when I was a virgin, I should say, I would watch porn. And I would watch porn because I wanted to learn how to do certain things. Like, How do you suck dick? What's the good position? You know, there's all different types of things that you can look up on porn. And the older I get, my taste has become very different. You see, when I was a virgin and first discovering sex, it would be heterosexual sex. But now my taste has been kind of off and a little bit different. You know, I might watch two girls. I might watch interracial. I might, you know, watch like a, a very extreme BW have sex with a skinny man. I might watch transsexual. I mean, my taste is all over the place, but I really watch porn mainly for ed- educational purposes. You know, I remember growing up, um, you know, this guy I dated, he was like, you need to suck dick like Superhead. I'm like, who the fuck is Superhead? I didn't know who Superhead was. And then he showed me a video. And this is the video where Superhead was giving Mr. Marcus, uh, she was sucking his dick. And I remember Mr. Marcus because in some of my porn, like I found him to be attractive. See, if you never know, like Mr. Marcus was a porn star. He always had on his hat and he kept his socks on. That was Mr. Marcus. So when I would see Mr. Marcus, he never had a girl gave him head so good that it was about to make him come. But for some reason with super head, she gave him head so good with a condom on that he was about to come. And I was fascinated with this. I was like, wow. Because every guy wanted head like super head. They wanted a girl to suck their dick like her. And see, Superhead's method was more like a a winding or grinding motion. She used both hands. And she had a technique. And some guys would lose their fucking mind from Superhead. But that was the standard back in the early 2000s. And then you had all these other women that came. So I remember her and I remember him. But porn taught me about different positions. It taught me about squirting. Like I said, porn to me is like a sexual encyclopedia. Anything that you want to know, you can find out with porn. And even though porn is fake, porn to me is a good start when it comes to discovering and learning about sex. Now, I can't say that there's a vast difference. You know, I joke about this, but there is a difference between black porn and white porn. And then I'll just tell you my theory. Now, the most biggest company that I knew was uh, West Coast Productions. West Coast Productions, I think, was in California. And they had a whole bunch of actors and actresses that I would see in a lot of their porn. Like I remember, and I don't know if he was signed to him, like Brian Pumper. I used to be in love with Brian Pumper. Brian Pumper used to have on all these jewels. And to me, Brian Pumper, he looked like uh, Lloyd Banks. And then you had um, Mandingo. I remember that scene with Pinky. When like, you know who Pinky is? Like Pinky's the light skin porn star who has a really fat ass. And when Pinky was small, I thought she was so pretty, but her weight kind of uh, fluctuates. She's like 4'11, but I remember she had sex with Mandingo, and Mandingo, he has a huge penis. This guy's penis is unbelievable. And when I saw Pinky take it, it turned me on. Like that is the kind of porn I used to watch. Then you have other porn stars that I liked. You know, um, it was Cherokee the Ass. It was so many, like some of the porn that I used to watch. And then you had um I don't know, there was there's so many. Like I can't think of the names right now, but I had my own favorite ones that I would watch. But West Coast Productions, they had, like I said, certain actors, and it seemed like the difference is when they shot a scene, it was so low budget. Like I remember watching a a scene where they had a mattress on the ground. The girls, she had a terrible wig on. They didn't even give her real like lingerie. Like black porn to me sometimes is so low budget. It looks like it's shot from somebody's cell phone, and there's no plot to it. You know what I mean? Like there's no like, hey, do you need a ride? Yeah, Mr. I need a ride. Like they just get straight to the fucking. And it, it, that's what I would see with black porn. Like the actresses had bad weave, the makeup was bad, the heels were ugly, you know, the guys would keep their shoes on. Like one time I saw this guy have sex with Tim's on and he wouldn't take off his damn Tim's and he was outside. He would not take his damn Tim's off and it bothered me. I felt like you disrespected those Tim's by creasing them like that. Take them off, but he wouldn't. You see, but I would see that all the time with black porn. To me, it's just, just wasn't professional at all. But the white porn that I seen, they always had, like the actresses had beautiful makeup. You know, they, the hair was done. Their outfits were beautiful. They had a plot. You see what I mean? Like there was one porn that I saw in particular this white girl was working out at the gym. And when I mean working out, she was working out. She was running on a treadmill. This other guy comes next to her, he starts running. Now, while she was running, she had fake breasts. They were just bouncing and he couldn't concentrate on his run. So after a while, she gets off the treadmill and he follows her. And then she goes and cools off. Like there was like a little section this like little set where she was stretching. And he starts talking to her. You know, and then they go into the showers where she was changing. And then that's how the scene kind of took place. And I thought that was so dope because she had on real workout attire. Like I really believe she had a real good workout because she was sweating and everything. But they were in the, like the little shower, and that's when they started having sex. And every angle that the cameraman was shooting was professional. You see what I mean? It wasn't like no zoom out, zoom in. It was perfect timing. Like everything about that scene was cool to me. It was a low budget. To me, it was shot professional. So. I did notice a big difference between porn and then the guys. The guys would take off their socks. They were well-groomed. Like my thing is, if you're going to do an ass shot of a man, make sure he's not ashy and make sure he ain't got no hair coming out his ass. I've seen this sometimes with a few, you know, black porn. But the guys, the white men, they're groomed. They're well-shaven. If they have to wax like their chest is waxed, like they look clean, but sometimes it's black porn, you just don't know. Cause like one time they did a close-up of this guy's face and he had crust in his eye. Like I was so disgusted with it. Like sometimes watching black porn, I feel like, damn, y'all could have did a better job with that because it's not like they're not having sex. The sex scenes are good. It's just everything is so low budget. Like why do you have to have sex on a mattress? Why can't you take off your socks? You know what I mean? Why does the actress have on like some Payless heels? Like those are my concerns. But other than that, I love watching porn. I love it. And some people might say I'm a freak or I'm sexual. But like I said, porn for me teaches me things that I can't ask. Like, I'm not going to walk up to a guy and ask a guy to just lie down and let me experiment and try things I've seen in porn. That's not what I'm about to do. But I recommend couples to watch porn. Try things out. Figure out what it is that she likes. Figure out what it is that he likes. But this is how you make your sexual relationships stronger and better. Because to me, sex should be exciting. Sex should be something that both parties enjoy. Sex is not a race. It's not about who comes first, who comes harder. Sex should be something that you and I both can sit down and do it and enjoy it. You know, I think of sex like a good meal. When you're eating your favorite dish or a food that's very good, you want to savor it. You want to taste it. You want to let it digest. You really want to enjoy every bite because it's yummy. That's how sex should be. Sex shouldn't be like a meal you're popping in a microwave and then three minutes later it's done. Like you have to take your time. You have to enjoy it. And it's unfortunate that I haven't had a man that gave me that same feeling that masturbation does for me and until I get that feeling I don't want to have sex like honestly I don't I'd rather not if I can just get head and be done with it your girl would be good now I know I touched on a few different topics tonight I didn't want to get too fully involved in it because I don't want this to be a very long and drawn out episode. But please share your thoughts about masturbation, orgasms, and porn. I'm very curious to know what you guys think. So, again, you can always find me on Instagram. My IG name is NextLoveHer, N E X-T-L-O-V-E-H-E-R. You can find me on Facebook by my name, Deanne Ford. And like I say in every episode, thank you guys for listening. I welcome your comments and please share your thoughts. And until next time, have a wonderful night, be safe and be blessed. And I'll talk to you later.